0: This is a snapshot, a moment, a sneak inside the minds of our graduates. This is season two, class of 2021. A little bit of the same, but quite a lot different. My name's Maddie, my guest. Um, I'm from the United States, DC. And this past year, I did the one-year postgrad top masters in digital sociology, which is like a relatively new program within the last five years or so, I would say. It's in the School of Social and Political Science. It kind of sounds like a buzzword, so I always feel the need to say more than just the actual degree name. But it basically is like the study of social media platforms and internet technologies, which is super relevant nowadays. So exciting and pretty like fast paced. So my background was in federal consulting. After I graduated, I went to undergrad back in the States and after I graduated, I went straight into federal consulting, um, and a lot of my clients ended up kind of being in that technology space. Um, but uh, my background was way more in policy and communications, which I'm still really fascinated by and like confident in that skill set. But I became really interested in this tech space, specifically cybersecurity, was what I was working a lot in for the federal government. I loved it, it was great. I got to meet a lot of amazing people, and I worked a lot in stakeholder engagement. So a lot of that was partnerships with um, people in industry and people from like county election officials that are running the voting booths to like people at like Google or whatnot. And it kind of sparked the idea of, I really like this, I'm really interested in this. But instead of being in the position of the government of like, I need to put out these fires, what's a press release for this latest ransomware attack? I started thinking like, well, why do these things happen in the first place? And like, I want to have more of the research and actual like quantitative skills to understand how to study a social media platform. And it's not just ransomware or spyware that we should be concerned about, but there's a lot of things of like digital access and human rights. Like It just opened my mind to a lot more issues that were prominent in that space that I didn't see in the federal government. At first, I had a very defined, like, oh, great, I'm going to do a one-year master's and it's going to be a career pivot, and this will help me get into the industry side of tech because right now I'm on the government side. And I think I had all these very defined reasons for doing it. And now that after I finished it, I'm way more open to different possibilities. But I chose the program because it was that specific. And I felt like I'd rather get a master's in like a topic that I find interesting and can grow within rather than something more vague that like I wouldn't really know what I'd do with. Full disclosure, I had like studied abroad in London when I was an undergrad and loved it. And I'd always said since then, like, I need to find a way to get back to the UK for my master's. But so I was looking at things very black and white, of like, there's good guys on the internet and there's bad. And it totally changed my perspective. And it uncovered a lot of like, just digital inequality issues that I was so unaware of. And we learned a lot about like digital labor and a lot of like the gig economy and everything going on there and why people choose to enter the gig economy and how they're being exploited by platform infrastructures, just like was something I did not anticipate learning. And I'm definitely very intrigued by now. And a lot of the topics I find myself really interested in, I think I'm excited because I come from a policy background. It feels like I could have the ability to change some of the policies from the inside of these platforms. So I think that was my part of my intent coming into the program, which has still remained, is that like I always thought, People are always so pessimistic about how you can change tech and how you can change things. And part of me wants to change it from the inside out and actually join like these big bad monsters that people think they are and like work with the people there. Part of what I did for my dissertation, actually, I researched misinformation policy on Facebook. I interviewed a lot of people that worked at Facebook and worked in their policy just to get a better idea of like how it works, what their day to day looks like, like what kind of tools and processes they're working with. Just putting a human in this situation makes you so much more sympathetic. Like, you read these articles, like, Facebook's so messed up and all this, like, yeah, there's a lot of issues, but, like, there's smart people that work there. They're not unaware of the issues. Like, weirdly enough, it was a, a big combination of going through this program being, like, my eyes are open to all of this injustice and these horrible problems we need to fix. But also, I'm, at the same time, sympathetic toward the people working there and understand that, like, the problems we've created with technology don't have easy solutions, this was just quote unquote career pivot. Like that's what I kept telling people because I felt like I needed a reason to pick up my life and quit my job and move somewhere <laughs> like across the ocean. But I realized maybe I don't need, and the master's program was great and it was incredible, but I don't need to hold on too tightly to the things I said I was gonna do before and give myself permission to change my mind. It is weird because as much as there were factors that were unfortunate and that I wish weren't the case, At the same time, I couldn't have imagined myself doing anything different. Like I think if I had been staying where I was in the States and doing my same job and not being as interested and open-minded to like, not only like this education and the things I've learned here, but just the life experiences over here too, I think I would have been way worse off. And so I think I'm, I can recognize there's, I think there's a lot of power in holding two emotions at once. So I can recognize there's some grief over missed opportunities, over lockdowns, over Time spent, like I didn't see my family for a year, but there's also a lot of gratitude for the people I've met while I'm while I'm here. And because we had restrictions, there was a lot of like intentionality in making those friendships. The thought did cross my mind, like, dang, did I pick the wrong year? Like now, of course, like it was the one year where there was nothing, and now these people coming in are going to get more contact hours, are going to get more of a fuller student experience. But then I think about the people I met, the experience that I've I've had, and we all chose the same year. Yeah, I think it's equal parts like oh OGs, but then also appreciation for what it was. Like I love telling people now when I go on job interviews, when I talk to people, I'm like, I can confidently say resilience is one of my top skills, like moving to a different country where I didn't know a single person in the middle of a global pandemic. Heck yeah, I feel so proud of myself, like, which I think would have been harder for me to say before going through this, allowing myself a little bit more like grace and a little bit more just like self-compassion and kindness for when things are hard, being like you're going through an extraordinarily hard time, but then also being like, look at everything you've done. Like I moved here on my birthday a year ago and I had to isolate for two weeks, didn't know a single person here. So now I just celebrated my birthday this past weekend and like with a bunch of groups of friends and in a new flat and everything. I'm like, and if you had told me this a year ago, I would have been like, my goodness. So I think I feel very proud of myself and in my ability to go through lockdowns alone, go through Christmas alone, go through like things that I didn't think I would have to and come out the other side. Like there's not much, I don't feel like I couldn't tackle and it's helping a lot right now, honestly with like, there's a lot of uncertainty still. Like when I moved to Edinburgh, I didn't know how long I'd be here for it. And I still don't. And that's okay. Like I feel like the planner in me before would have been stressed out by the amount of question marks that still exist, But knowing that I've gone through everything I have and that I'm capable of getting through whatever comes next kind of makes those question marks more like, um, like opportunities and like possibilities. Cause that's what led me to Edinburgh. If I hadn't been open to new experiences, I wouldn't be here. So I feel like I'm just in the next transition phase of new experiences. Right now, I'm back in Edinburgh. As soon as I came back from the States, I had two days to move plus. So that was like an adventure. I'm exploring a new neighborhood, which I'm really excited about. because so I feel like I was very much in central student area, which was great before to like get to know the city. Now I'm getting to see it from a different perspective, which is awesome. Since I've gotten back, I've already submitted my dissertation. So it feels like very wrapped up in that regard. And I'm in the process now of applying for and interviewing for full-time jobs. I'm not holding on too tightly to what I think I should be doing, and trying to be more open to what could be or what sparks my interest. Like you know what I mean? Instead of counting myself out before someone else can. It's been a long process of applying to jobs, and I think I've struggled with honestly trying to figure out where I want to be because I've like I love Edinburgh. I feel like I've built something here, and so I've been applying for a lot of jobs in Edinburgh, but. Then there's a lot of when I talk about being interested by the big tech companies and working on the platform, like a lot of that's out in California. So not trying to attach too much meaning to things until I have to get to the point where I need to and applying for what interests me and like interviewing for what interests me. I don't know. I feel more settled after this past year. I feel like it's been a lot of like personal growth and I feel like I would have been stressed by like, oh my gosh, I technically don't have a job right now. I technically like don't know what my next job's gonna be, but like also recognizing that's exciting. Like, yes, it's anxious. Uncertainty is like so uncomfortable, but I've learned to live with discomfort and that it won't kill me. I'm kind of like excited and grateful that I had this amazing year in Edinburgh. And even though I don't know what comes next, I didn't know what, come, like what came next right before Edinburgh and it was this. So like, I'm excited that it could be something just as great again. We also ask our graduates to share a place, somewhere special. Somewhere we can get together when all this is finished. No, I love this question. It makes me like I can literally feel my reaction to it physically. Like I feel like I get warm when I think about like, and the answer instantly, like the place where I would have everyone gather after this crazy year is the kitchen table. I, most people have one and it doesn't matter where it is, but I just feel like I'm always so drawn to it. And I think, a big part of that is growing up. My mom really taught us, like, there's a sacredness about the kitchen table. And it's where we all go together after a long day, no matter where we've been, if it's work or school or errands or the doctor's office or any, like, that is where we all just come to meet at the end of a long day. And I think 2020 is truly nothing if not one long, very hard day. Um, so I think there's something magical about in a kitchen table. People from your past people from your present people who might be a part of your future can kind of all gather around and just be like and I have such vivid images growing up and even now like when I was home recently of when you're on the kitchen table and the candlelight's burning down and the dirty dishes are everywhere but nobody stands up to get them right away and you have the last of your wine in your glass and you can just exist all together and there's nowhere to be there's no one to be there's nowhere to go but I just feel like there's such a space of authenticity and love and comfort Um, And I think after this year, I would love to gather um, kitchen people. Thank you for listening. Join us next time for another graduate and another story. Feeling inspired by what you've just heard? Take the first step to getting the career you want by contacting the Careers Service. As a recent graduate, you can continue to access all of our services, including access to vacancies on My Career Hub, practice interviews, our full calendar of online employer events, and online appointments with one of our careers consultants. Find out more at ed.ac.uk forward slash careers.